Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. <laughs> Holy cow! coming in hot coming in hot coming in hot on this friday episode hey floridians it's me your host peter murphy today and every day on the florida versus podcast welcome back we have another fun episode today i welcome the boys nick and jensen of very gay paint and they are in the studio they're here to chat and they're they're just the nicest guys. Uh, very talented. We talk about a year of murals. And then this show is unlike any other, this episode particularly, because I typically take on one person's hometown. And in this episode, I'm talking to two gentlemen, and they bounced around a little bit uh, in their childhood. So it's kind of an interesting take, uh, you know, from someone who didn't, you know, from two, two guys that didn't have an established, uh, you know, uh, hometown. As you might say. So that makes this unique. Also, the fellows are unique too. And uh, towards the end of the episode, I asked them to <laughs> kindly rate a painting that I had just uh, made myself. And uh, that's very fun. If you'd like to take a look at the painting, because obviously this is an audio medium, go ahead and go to my Instagram. It's Peter underscore Murphy. Also, if, you'd like, if you like going places and you're listening to this on the day it's come out, July 23rd, uh, you should know that July 24th at 9.30, I'll be performing at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. And then on July 25th, I'll be performing at Flappers at 9.30 in Burbank. Then come next week, uh, I'll be at the Lyric Hyperion on Friday the 30th at uh, 8 o'clock. Then Saturday the 31st, I'll be performing at the Flambeau Stage in Silver Lake, message me on instagram for tickets to that if you'd like to go and then sunday august 1st i'm back at flappers at 9 30 p.m thank you guys so much for listening this is a great episode Uh, two dudes that have worked so hard over the last year to establish themselves and get a foothold on uh, you know their lives through the pandemic and this is a wonderful thing that they've done they've created very gay paint which you can follow on instagram and uh, the plugs are obviously in the details of this episode just scroll down and you'll be able to see all that stuff and if you'd like to support this podcast other than by listening to it you can uh, give a monthly donation uh, by looking at the details of this episode and subscribe or you know write a review on apple Podcasts. but for now sit back relax and enjoy my interview with very gay paint these guys are great Okay, whoa, 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 what's the hold up? It's ad time. Oh, yeah, it's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check. 
Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ad time. Do-do-do-do-do. Ad time. Oh, man, another ad. Well, don't worry. This one will make you hungry. Margarita. Pepperoni Playboy, Guilty Party, Good Thing, Dreams Tonight, Beyond, Love, Smoke Signals, Neon Moon, Springsteen, Talking Backwards, Crude Copy, Breakneck Speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's Pizza's Sourdough Neapolitan Pizza Pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A. For the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? All right, you guys. Everyone gets a song. As long or short as they uh, come. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Gay is the paint that's in their brushes. Hey, oh, my God. God. <laughs> Oh We're here. Gosh. Welcome. Welcome back, Floridians. It is Florida versus I'm your host today and every day today with me. I mean, the most very gay painters, Nick Jensen of Very Gay Paint. Welcome to the program. How's it going, fellas? Hello. <laughs> I guess you got the memo that we just painted for Jason Mraz and kind of wanted to go toe to toe with Mr. A to Z himself. Did you? Oh, let me pick up that name. Uh, I think you dropped a name. Wow, I've come undone at you opening with a song. I did not expect <laughs> yeah. that. I feel I don't. That's all I can talk about for this podcast. I think. And I think now <laughs> the precedent has been set. Anyone who interacts with us simply must you start with gift an improvised us a song. song. Yeah, you, you must be greeted with a song. It's it's as <laughs> if you're ro- you're royalty. Uh, and I'd love to get into that. All right, well, fellas. First off, what I like to what we like to do up top here on the show is plugs. So, uh, is there anything you'd like to draw listeners to check out? Uh, any pro- projects upcoming or anywhere to find you on all corners of the internet? Yeah, first of all, sort of evergreen. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter as Very Gay Paint, one word. Find us there. Um, you can see us doing murals and also stupid comedy mm-hmm. videos. We do all of those things. And we do have a show coming up, a gay little mm-hmm. comedy show on Thursday, July 29th at the Silver League Lounge at 8 p.m. We're very excited. We've got, got a really awesome lineup. Ooh. Very, very good. And can uh, can listeners find out more about your, your show on your Instagram? Yes, yeah. we should be probably releasing a flyer. I mean, a flyer will most certainly be out by the time this airs. So yeah, the, reference our Instagram page. Very cool. Now, I want to talk about your plugs real quick because um, did you guys, so Very Gay Paint, did it start in the pandemic or was it, did it exist pre-pandemic and do you, did you see it grow through like Instagram posts and word of mouth or, or how did you really see that wave uh, come about? Because no apartment in Los Angeles is complete without a Very Gay Paint mural. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. We started really yeah, July of the pandemic, Peter, I think you were maybe one of our first, I yeah. think you might have been our like 10th or 11th mural that we oh, did. Wow. Your murals are probably our 10th and 11th. Honored. Um, yeah, and, and it, we very much had never done visual art before July of 2020. Wow. And so it just, we like started this Instagram together and we like were just posting the murals we had been doing. 
And, uh, you know, people were liking and sharing it. And then we laughed. We were like, oh my God, wouldn't it be so funny if it surpassed our personal following? <laughs> I think within a day the or joke, two. Yeah, the joke was on us because boy, <laughs> boy <laughs> did it. Holy shit, it has popped off just via Instagram and TikTok. Like, right. yeah, really gone crazy. And then just, and then, you know, you guys are artists individually and collectively. You know, you mentioned like, wouldn't this be funny if, you know, we did this thing and so many comedians, and I see you guys as like performers, uh, uh, comedians, uh, so many performers and comedians are like, Hey, yeah, I have this great idea for like a band or great idea for this thing, but they never do it. And then what made you guys be like, you know what, let's just, let's rock this out and, you know, and, and follow through with that. Well, it wasn't even an idea. It just happened on accident because we just did it selfishly. I just wanted to paint our apartment because I'm sure like you and everyone else in the comedy scene, we had, yeah, we had yeah. all these shows lined up that were canceled all at once. Yes. <laughs> like I was supposed to do my first set at the improv, like the night after lockdown happened. Good boy. Um, <laughs> well, and now I never will. And now uh, comedy's, comedy's over for me. And you never have um, to. Uh, well, it's yeah. good for you because they're only booking male comedians right now. And so maybe I have a shot. <laughs> Thank God. I come out as in support of um, white males only sort of at the improv. <laughs> Devastating. It's diverse because you're gay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, good, good. The bare uh, minimum. Um, but yeah, so we were just like chilling at home and it really was like the want for it was there before our idea for it like people were just like oh my god this is amazing i want to see more i want to see more and so yeah. it's like we were just feeding something that was like already hungry for whatever we were putting out yeah you know yeah. so many uh so many of like my friends and i assume like you know and mutual friends that we have and like people that you know they kind of uh go between like a live like stand-up or um like a sketch team or an improv team or like a solo character piece like when you did you did you feel like the need to have the outlet to do to, to paint and you know like had that always kind of like been in in your bones for you guys and like you're like oh, i want to do this more it was just really an extension of decorating because where yeah. i've always been really interested in like nesting and an interior design and stuff like that so in like a big sort of swell of us doing that to our apartment we found out that painting was sort of like a high impacts but like low pressure because we tell people this all the time like it's not hard to fix and change right. paint you can paint over it you can paint over it you can do something new you can make changes it's like very easy but when you do it and you like it it feels very impressive especially large scale murals and like nick is so nick's the designer this is like his thing and then mm -hmm. i just jumped in to help on one of the projects i i can't draw i can't do anything visual or you know i oh, couldn't yeah. seriously I really was like so bad and then I helped him and I was like weirdly really good at like detail painting and like getting yeah. you know these curves that are sitting behind uh Peter Murphy has a very different original <laughs> with one of my curves there one of my oh curves. yeah there's a few and there's a few curves it's curvy it's a curvy curves and swerves but yeah it. so that that like yeah we I had never had a desire to do anything like this and then it just turns out that we were this awesome team where Nick is this fantastic designer and like um, I guess that's the full encompassing of what you do as a designer and a, what would you call it? Hmm. What do you mean? You would just call yourself a designer? I suppose mural artist, muralist. Mural artist. But I mean, sure. Jensen supplements my design skills with the fact that he can actually execute things well 
our very first mural that's in our old yeah. place is like whack. It's like, it looks good in pictures, <laughs> but if you get close to it, it is despicable. Like, I, 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 like, and if I was showing up to other people's homes without Jensen, everyone would be angry because <laughs> I need his <laughs> fine motor skills. Well, especially, you know, in Los Angeles, there's so many thoughts out there and so many, so many things on paper, but they're never executed to their full potential. And I think, you know, that's what makes a good team, like you're saying, Nick. And, uh, and yeah, that's so, so incredible. And now you guys have this great platform and you're doing shows around town. You're doing the show. Is it uh, July 29th at the Silver Lake Lounge, you said? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what so what can people expect from a very gay paint comedy show? Ooh, it's a mix of like stand up clown and sometimes music. Ooh. Um, so it's very like it's not really like a full on variety show. It's, I think, pretty rooted in like stand up comedy. But we yeah. like to bring because I do clown. I don't do stand up. I do like right. characters and clowning. So we're sort of meshing our idiot world together with what we like to do, but very gay, very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, how did you guys, how did you guys uh, come up with the name? How did Very Gay Paint happen? Oh, um, I, for a long time on Instagram was Mansplainer93, personally. <laughs> and then when I felt that I had sort of lived out my term as Mansplainer93, I uh, wanted to just be gay clown. Oh. If you can imagine, taken. Oh um, yeah, I'm sure. Heartbreaking. <laughs> um, so so I you thought, said, "What's how? How do I top? How do that? I top that?" Actually, um, I took it, which I think is offense. You know, I, I I just I just wanted to have it. You know what I mean? And, we, like, and at this point, we thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pair we sort of, of shoes. Owe everything to you. <laughs> it's like a pair of shoes that you don't wear. It's like I had to have them, but I don't. They don't. It doesn't go with me. Uh, you know. Uh, we've so seen then, all of your shoes, Peter. We've seen your shoes. Oh my God! Yeah, so King of is, Shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have a, even a joke. I have a. I do have a lot of shoes, and I think some of them. I don't know how they identify, but you know, they're all over the spectrum. There. Some of them. Uh, okay, we talked. <laughs> uh, when you. Okay, so then it was oh. a gay clown, and then and then you were like, oh, I became very gay clown because I wanted oh. to top that. Great. Um, and so I've been very gay clown on Instagram for a year. And then I was like, oh, we're, I want to start a painting page so we can keep it sort of separate from our personal Instagrams. Um, and it just felt like the natural sort of direction of things to have it be very gay paint as sort of an offshoot of um, the branding of myself as an individual. Very cool. And yeah, and like, yeah, you, you get it right away. And you guys and I, we were talking about the success. Uh, two projects that you guys recently worked on that are outstanding, or from what I've seen, they're, they're outstanding. Uh, the Santa Monica Pier, and then Jensen, as you mentioned, uh, Jason Mraz. Like, yeah, how, how did both of those things come about? And like, what was your excitement level when you're, I don't know, I assume you like got a call or an email, like, yeah, we want your paint uh, at the Santa Mo at the iconic Santa Monica Pier, you know? Yeah. Do you want to start with the Santa Monica? Yeah, so we were, we had painted for this, actually one of our earliest murals was this woman, Nagin, mm -hmm. and she hired us, and it was like back when we first started, um, and uh, we did her apartment, which we went in, and um, the electricity was out, and the water was out, and so she wasn't home, and it was very, so it was very We fun. painted by candlelight? Yeah, we really did paint by candlelight. It was... By the way, I, I don't mean to, to derail this too quickly, but you did work in my apartment. You, you know, you you done two murals in my apartment and I was so like nervous to crowd you guys that I was like, hey, um, I like, you know, I did have like an audition later that day, but I also like had two hours until I really needed to leave the house. So I was like, hey, uh, I want to get out of your guys' hair. Uh, you know, if you need anything, have some water, have whatever. And, and then I left and I was like, oh man, did I rush 
out of there. Like I felt so rude. Do people usually feel that way? Like, or, or are they chatting your ear off? You in particular gave us the greatest gift we could have had on that day because you <laughs> painted your murals the morning after we did a 16 hour project and like went to bed for what I think was maybe six hours and then got up and immediately came to your house. So I was like, if this- We were in such a bad mood. So I'm so yeah. glad we didn't. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be so boring and rude if this person tries to like hang out with us. And so it's... it was a blessing that we got to be sort of like grumpy and sleepy in your house. It's so funny. Like I'm, we're going really far away, but we'll come back. It's yeah. like- People, you know, we have this, this, these characters that we play as very gay paint, which are like, you know, like nice, friendly, and we're not <laughs> no, but like anything we're, we're but it's tiring, and we're like super focused when we go paint. So it's like I think sometimes people expect like us to come in and be like, like absolutely, we paint it. Like but we're like, hey, where's the wall? And then we're how do we wash our brushes? Like. But so you know, it's it's nice that uh, people leave. Oh. I can relate. People people think I'm nice and friendly and bubbly, but you know, I just you know, I just I just I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to pet your dog. I want to keep walking. I want to get my coffee. I want to stay dehydrated and grumpy. Yeah, that's the so LA dream. I need my space to talk shit on Twitter. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, and so, so we were painting for yes. this woman, Nagin, and. Um, she was like, oh, I, uh, I'm i like on the board of the Santa Monica Pier. Like I work there. Um, um, we, we might have you guys do something for Pride in May. And I was like, oh. okay. Like it was so far away. This was so new. We yeah. were just like, okay, sure. Like we were like, what? We're not, are we going to paint the pier for Pride? Yeah. And then lo and behold, January, she's like, okay, we're going to start working on this. And it just like, it was so, oh. but it honestly, so such a huge project. And we don't know what we're doing you know we didn't we've learned so much as we've got we've gone along and yeah. so we were just like it was pretty stressful to figure out but we did and we and it was really cool to have done i think only now looking back are we like whoa we painted the santa monica pier we spent yeah. most of the actual time being stressed about how like, we were gonna make it happen i think we both <laughs> had like multiple actual like panic, panic attacks. attacks yeah yeah i yeah. cannot stress enough that we don't know what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> well you know what like i know that everybody you say that to must say like oh come on give me a break but you guys bring up a good point part of learning is doing and you learn as you do and that and you guys are a great example of that to just kind of like dive head first into into a project and then see you know ride that wave and see where it goes and how long did the santa monica pier take like i mean obviously you were planning it since january but then the execution of it like you know what was that like it took a week okay wow we had we had our friends help us we we had like other queers mostly like other comedians come in and help us um, right so it took oh four days oh four, four days. days yeah is, and it is was that your psycho. longest Really? Oh, what was it? Was like, I mean, I imagine tourists were running by like, yes, it was for like, you know, kicking their skateboards into you or something. There's a mural on the ground. And it was and bizarrely important it. for people to put to stand on the wet mural. And people like people love that we would have we had it blocked off. We had people asking them not to go through. And then we had this one couple where like our friend Hope was there yeah. we're staying with now. And she was like, oh, hey, so there's like a mural on the ground. Can you not walk through? And the guy like stops. He looks looks back at us and goes no and walks through and him and his wife go through and i was like you guys actually rock and she was like i'm stepping all over your mural and i was like go off <laughs> we are micro influencers you will rue the day oh my god what psycho people why would you do like so that's so i don't get it i don't get it 
I don't get, were they like rolling or something? They were on like Molly or like just I don't, at the who beach? Who knows at the Santa Monica Pier? Know. It was, it takes all kinds the to portal to another mural. dimension. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was over four days. Was that, yeah. is that your longest project? Well, Jason's also, we did over the course of four days, but we okay. were going what? in for like uh, two hours at a time and then like hanging out and writing a little song and making cute videos. But yeah, that was our longest project per like hours put into a yes. project. The pier, sure. the pier. Yeah. Oh, yes. What, what was the most, what was the most difficult day? Because I imagine showing up day after day, you know, you're like, it's like being on a film set and you're like, all right, gotta, gotta bring the, the energy, day. you know? First, first day was, day was really the hardest. hard because we just laid down white everywhere, but we had the 20 by 20 foot ground mural that we had to do. I think I did four coats of white on that. And then we did white along the like cement railing that goes across the entire bridge, which we never measured, but I have to assume is like hundreds of yards um, and just covered that whole so that of that railing super in white. monotonous and like that. Yeah, that's just base painting is terrifying. It's yeah. the worst thing you can do. Wow. And then, and then from there, how did, yeah, how did you guys get to meet, you know, the Fedora King himself, uh, Jason Moretz? Well, he <laughs> found us on TikTok, yeah, right? Yeah, he found us on TikTok. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw and we have a I mutual saw, friend yeah. that he, like, was like, hey, uh, do you know them? Can you get me in contact? And she um, hooked him up with our email, and then he reached out via email. Be honest, who do you think was more starstruck, him or you guys? I don't know. It's oh. <laughs> He was so excited to meet I us, and, but I was also so, so amped. I just had like, I wasn't a huge morass head, but I definitely had his album yeah, in yeah. high school and was and like listened through it many times. And I remember I picked up the ukulele in college and obviously his songs were the first ones I learned. I'm going to be bold and say that he was more starstruck <laughs> he was so eager yeah. to make videos together which is such a treat for us he, like, saw... he was like let's hit the ground running that's so cool yeah i saw what you guys did you were wearing hats and you guys were like pumping yourselves up to meet him which was so funny i love so like any fun. bits like that and uh yeah that would have been funny if you walked in and be like you know what hey man you know quit bugging me i'm <laughs> i'm more of a jack johnson guy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Brutal. Uh, You're no John Mayer. <laughs> and thank God. I know, yeah, I mean, hey, John might be listening. And you know what? He, he needs paint on those walls, too. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you can get them from someone else. <laughs> no, but Jason was so lovely. He was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Oh, what an amazing host. Just a good guy. Like, it was so fun to just hang out with him. He's on this beautiful avocado farm where he's growing avocados and coffee, like California grown coffee, which is, wow. he is like rare. taught us about the process of growing coffee and then we're like the whole harvest process to like the store and it was- And it's all organic and super sustainable. He's just, he rocks. He's a cool guy. At this point, before I want to get into uh, your hometowns, plural for both of you, because uh, you're both yes. a bit of a nomads, but uh, I think this might be interesting. At this point, you guys are so in demand that a mural from you is is hard to obtain from the average person, let alone uh, a ukulele celebrity. But I imagine starting out, you guys were kind of like, did you ever barter for anything? Like, hey, we'll paint this mural for something. And like, was there anything unique that you did other than like, uh, you know, Instagram post or something, something like that? Huh. Like, did did you do any for like California grown coffee or California grown avocados? <laughs> I wish we had. 
You know what? I don't think we, I, it's always been pretty, I do like a lot of the logistics and stuff. Yeah. So it's always been very important to me that we are paid That's in good. dollars. In like, <laughs> yeah, like we've been really adamant about that. And like, um, but we've done some stuff when we learned our lesson early where we did like half off for like exposure for like posts on Instagram and like yeah. anyone, no matter what, whoever's listening to this, if you're an artist, never fucking do that. Just no. don't do that. It's horrifying. Yeah. Get paid. <laughs> and good for so, y'all. Good for y'all because, you know, this is LA and like, you know, LA, I feel like in a lot of ways is like the land of internships or the land of exposure or the land yes. of experience and you're supposed to yeah. eat off of that and you know you guys are saying from early on you knew your worth and you know you may not have known what you're doing but you knew you're going to learn through the experience and that is such a cool example for other artists whatever their art may be to do that and like you know I, I commend you guys for that because um that's not always easy to do in the face of a new project you know I will yeah. say though that we had we're hopefully still going to but we're supposed to paint for Trixie Mattel oh. at her new cosmetic shop and we did say we would absolutely do that for free so. <laughs> oh, I'll pay her there is a you can make yeah. those decisions everybody has a price yeah I mean right, Trixie right. you know Trixie's presence is you know exactly price we're, enough it's priceless <laughs> all right well Jensen Nick uh, I want to ask you guys I always ask my my guests uh you know tell me about your hometown but what is unique about the both of you is that um through your childhoods, you've both been sort of nomads, uh, both of you popping up in Florida, Tampa, and Orlando, respectively, but also traveling through Vegas. Now, um, whoever wants to start, what was that like, uh, kind of like roaming around the country and having multiple hometowns? I remember I was so um, gay and dramatic as a child. <laughs> the thing that I really loved about moving was that I got to every time, and it happened a lot of times at my new school, um, cry about um, being at a new school. And I, and I did it multiple, as like a five-year-old and then a seven-year-old. On the first day at my new school, I remember I would like make a big show of being in tears because I missed where I moved from, which was just not true. I just really wanted attention. And I, like, was this like to your parents or to the no, teacher? At school, to other children, to my <laughs> teacher, to anyone who I would garner attention from for doing this. I remember I did this as like a small child. I was evil. I was bad. No, what? Sociopathic <laughs> behavior. Well, kids do stuff like that. I, yeah. do, I haven't done it since I was like, what? I don't know, 20, 26. 23? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. and you were born in 93? I, I can't do math. Uh, well, so wait, in, at five, where were you? And at seven, where were you? Um, at five, I was in Tampa. And then at oh, wow. seven, I was in Monterey, California for a couple of years. Imagine me crying um, as a child in Monterey, California, because I missed Tampa. You missed Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that couldn't make less sense. There are no roller coasters here. Uh, I'm like, it's just beautiful coastline. It's just the most expensive houses in the country. You know what's interesting uh, in Florida? I think, I think you know, whatever was responsible for your move out of Florida, God bless it. Uh, because in Florida, growing up, the teachers really couldn't be bothered, at least the ones that I uh, interacted with. So if kids cried, 
they just like put him in the corner <laughs> they didn't bother they were just like oh my God. go to go to the corner and face the wall and you know you you figure out your feelings <laughs> they said nature versus nurture they were yeah Florida. They, they were not having an audience uh Mm-mm. and so then so in jesse you went through orlando right and uh yeah what was it what was it like hopping around hopping around the country for you i remember not uh, like i don't remember ever moving i just remember like being in a new place it's so yeah. like i don't ever remember the transition into a new place i just i'm like oh i remember like sort of landing in the new school or whatever yeah. i never remember like the decision that was made that we were going to move um which is interesting but i in orlando orlando is wild <laughs> it, is, um, it is truly wild and <laughs> orlando is where i i got on top of our apartment building with my brother we climbed on the roof that was like Whoa. four stories high we used to love to get up there um and we got in a lot of trouble one day we got caught by some of the i think whoever's house we were on top of was like what the fuck is above us just like two little brown boys um being psycho so that was my memory of orlando did you ever audition for any nickelodeon shows i remember really wanting to but i never did yeah we were right there by fucking nick studios yeah my um Brain there. just assumed that you just sort of went to the mall and someone grabbed you and put you in a Nickelodeon show if you lived in Orlando. That's so what the, a lot of people think. So this is what was interesting is uh, number two things. Uh, I also lived in an apartment complex growing up with my grandparents and my mom, but my but it was like a retirement community. And my mom, who was, well, you know, uh, in her 30s at the time and me were the youngest people there. <clears throat> so if I would have tried to go to the roof, like my, in a way, like my grandparents were, cause I was also with my grandparents and my mom, we were all in the same house. My grandparents were kind of trying to hide me until they couldn't anymore. So if I tried to get on the roof, there would have been, you know, the, the landlord who is also an older gentleman, uh, just kind of like, where, what apartment are you in? You know, I would have been like arrested or something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Old people <laughs> do not mess around. There were two really weird things, like as far as like getting discovered ha- that happened in Florida is there was like this modeling and talent agency from Orlando that came Ooh. to my hometown and they were like, does anyone interested in this and like trying to sell you on it? And then they were like, just really excited, like saying like, oh, you can be a part of this Nickelodeon thing or ni- this Nickelodeon thing. But they asked for money up front. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, money? I thought I was, you know, I, I, I didn't understand how it worked, but I just knew well enough that like there was why am I paying why would I pay money to be on Nickelodeon? You know what I mean? It's amazing like, that savvy. you understood that as a child because I would not have. Well, because my favorite shows were Legends of the Hidden Temple and Double Dare. And I knew because of my family so, dynamic, my grandpa, my grandma aren't running through a hidden temple or you know, sliding on, you know, <laughs> they're an insurance risk for the double dare set. Um, and so and i'm like they give out prizes on these shows that you know i I, yeah and then the other thing was uh, i don't know if you guys had this but like we had like uh there were some schools that got nickelodeon to come to their school and you would do like yeah you do like a sort of over your school yes exactly and they would like you know some you know maybe the all that kids there the pete and pete kids were there or whoever was there uh uh and this was like i don't know what years was this was I, i was in elementary school in like the early 2000s, like late, like 1999, stuff like that. Uh, and that would happen, but our school didn't have that. So we had the Shaq experience and oh Shaquille God. O'Neal, 
like it was like the Shaquille O'Neal branded Nickelodeon team. It had nothing to do with Nickelodeon, but it was like Shaq was like, "Hey, I like what they're doing. I want to have a compet competing, uh, you know, go to the school thing." So basically, what all it was was a bunch of cardboard cutouts of Shaq, a lot of in unique basketball hoops, and then everybody got a, a hat that said Shaq was here. But he, but he never came. No, he never showed up. I want a hat oh that says my Shaq God. was here. Think about that. I want booty shorts that says Shaq was here <laughs> with an arrow to you know. Yeah, you know. You should oh, talk to some know. of my you should talk to some of my ex-girlfriends. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh <laughs> well, where is it? Then, Peter? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to ask him. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> it's in Florida, is where it is. You live oh. in Florida long enough, you know, you you date some you women. Fuck who, Shaq. Yeah, exactly. Oh exactly. You do. <laughs> you do. I mean, yeah, I it's like say, it's like a tax. It's like a tax or a toll. Oh my god, a this it's very a Arabian toll. Nights. Oh my god, take it over the bridge. Um, yes, exactly. Oh so god. why? So why would you get what? Like, uh, were you guys like uh, uh, kids of like military parents, or what? What caused the move? Uh, you know, all over. I, I am. I'm just. Yeah. I'm lost at the idea. I'm like. I've come undone at the idea of an Arabian night style thing where you have to when you turn the night you turn 18 you have to go to Shaq's house and tell him the story so that he doesn't try to sleep with and kill you oh every God. child in Orlando a story to help him fall asleep or yeah. just like just like and if he falls story. asleep you survive another night but it's Shaq nice. <laughs> this is dark um, so I, this is so really quick really quick I I don't know how to use this in any other context but I, I have to tell you guys this so I have like this is real like I've dated two women who have you know dated Shaq as well and I use it like I talk about it on stage you know I'm doing stand-up and at a recent show it was like this backyard show and so we're like this girl can't like that was like the bartender was really cute she came up to me the bar was really cute and uh you know she was cute too uh but anyhow she she came up to me afterwards and she was like I'm from Florida and I have been to Shaq's house <laughs> as if it was a documentary film crew that was in front of her and she only had nice things to say but it was really funny and now I think that it's close like everyone's experience in Florida is somehow six degrees from Shaq and maybe you know a little closer to what you're talking about when we're making the documentary six degrees from Shaq six degrees from Shaq my god okay guys <laughs> we can do it yeah, yeah i love it uh i thought you guys would enjoy it uh okay so uh so you're a, you're a, a military brat right yes my dad's um retired air force now but yeah we were traveling around a bunch because he was in the air force and then we moved when i was nine to vegas Whoa. and um I got into a performing arts high school in Las Vegas, and it was important to my whole family was super supportive and wonderful. And we're like, well, we got to keep Nick in this school. We can't move again. Wow. Um, and so my dad did some sort of overseas tours for the course of my high school bunch, um, because when you do that, the family doesn't have to move. Mm -hmm. um, so I owe, I owe him a lot for that. And then That's I was great. in Vegas from nine to 18. So nine years in Vegas. Did you find your? Oh, great. Did you find yourself? uh finding like other than the theater program at your school which was a performing arts school right is what you said mm -hmm. other than that were there i mean it's vegas like i imagine there's a lot of opportunities to perform uh like around town for kids your age or did you find yourself getting into that or just kind of like it was enough work to just excel at school yeah i mean i was sort of you know theater was very important like theater theater right, um right and so my school was really and there was like a 
a community theater in Vegas that were places where I could go and do plays and musicals. And I really wanted to do that as a kid. Outside of that, the opportunities in Vegas are really for like a kid who is very strong or a kid who <laughs> can do a flip. Freak show. A, a circus. Show yeah. circus kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muscly yeah. kid. Uh, I only ask because in Florida, you know, like where I grew up on the Gulf Coast, there's dinner theater and, mm, you know, wow. and that's about it. And you know what you're expecting when you, you know, you dinner theater, it's a lot of clicking and clanking and like, what did he say? You know, a lot of yelling. And I was never, even though I grew up with both my grandparents in the house, I was never compelled to go to something like that because I knew, you know, kind of like what I would expect. You know, like I've had, I've hit my quota of. There's not enough dinner theater. You think? Yeah, I really like the idea. Buy the satellite. I know. I'm I'm purchasing the satellite. Oh. I'm no. I'm purchasing the Lyric Hyperion Theater and turning it into a dinner theater. Now. Whoa. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? A young dinner theater. <laughs> I mean, we're still doing Thoroughly a Modern Millie, uh, Scarlet Pimpernel. Okay. We're not doing good, like, we're not doing shows Murder young people mysteries. want to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Agatha Christie. <laughs> but on the black box lyric stage, you do not change the, the layout. You just put little full, tables. Full production, yeah. How many tables could you fit in there? Three. Ten. Three to ten. <laughs> ten, but they're on top of each other. You have to create, yeah. like, like uh <laughs> layers there or like it's like oh, a parking garage uh okay so then was it a uh, military uh for you as well like a for me, no my mom just cannot sit still jet setter um we just moved i don't even know why we just moved so much and also my parents were separated so i would like sometimes go live with my dad or like so i would bounce around so much and uh i think it's fine there was only one time where i really felt it is when I we moved from like um Santa Clarita to Frisco Texas for like six months wow I mean I didn't, wow. I didn't know we weren't going to be there forever so I start and it was right at ninth grade so I started high school wow in this like brand new space and the it was like the first day I was there and I didn't know anyone and I did I didn't you know this was before this trope really existed like in in like a for me i like ate lunch in the bathroom no yeah because i just didn't know and i was like I, and it wasn't even sad i was just like no i that's don't sad. fucking want to for me i wasn't like crying i was just like i don't know anyone i want to just You're like you know what i do know shit and piss and i just want to enjoy <laughs> my lunch um i mean you were you got to reserve the the best stall and then i was and then i just became a hit at the school pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> well yeah let's talk about that like how like other than the crying by standing out like in in what ways did you guys you know sort of it, it kind of sounds like you well you're very outgoing people right now and you're performers and you know that that also means you're somewhat in, introverted um in in certain ways as well but did you find that there are similar people anywhere you go uh and did you also kind of have like like ideas of like how to just like the crying thing like how to like make friends or you know how to like put your you know get yourself into a group uh, especially a groups that had already been formed over years of you know being together yeah so, i do think crying aside i got pretty beefed up social skills you really <laughs> make friends every couple of years um it's like so it was to me it's like survivor when they merge 
yeah. the tribes. Ooh, yes. And I'm coming in, and you may have a strong alliance, but I'm finding the cracks. I'm gonna break it I'm up. breaking you apart. <laughs> yeah. And I'm running. So the then game. at day 39, I am the one who is the sole survivor. Yeah. Wow. You're playing and the game. And everyone else has transferred schools. I'm playing the game. Out with our play our last. Out with our play our last. Well, how, how do you think you guys would do as a team on uh, the, the Amazing Race? Oh, we would fail. Yeah, we would. Really? Jensen would probably do a really good job on a team with someone <laughs> else. Somebody else? Anybody else? Nick can't do any physical. I can't do anything. Sort of coordinated. <laughs> I can't do things, logistical things, physical things. I can. Um, Deeply creative. He can problem solve like on paper yeah. in like a situation. If there was, if okay. I could be the Melissa McCarthy in Spy to Jensen's. Um, <laughs> Who's the actor that plays what the spy? What is his name? I don't remember. Um, regardless, in, in okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The spy. If I could be the person in Jensen's earpiece, then I believe that we could win, um, or not, because I don't think you'd listen to me. I would listen to you. You would, yeah. Okay, then maybe we could win that way. If they did like um, remote, if they did Zoom, amazing race, where one person competed and the other person was in their ear. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I. <laughs> that would be awesome. I I don't think I would farewell either uh regardless of my teammate i just think i would be too excited and like amped up and like rush into things and like i don't know fall off a cliff impulsive yeah yes I, i'm yeah. very impulsive as well but uh, yeah but i don't know what was far, what you were saying before i do feel like it it made uh, me very adaptable like as far as moving around so much it was I the skill of like learning how to um just latch on to the to different friend groups because you're like you don't have that um, stability of like a hometown, you know? And it's I'm always, it's always so wild to me where I'm like, you know what goes on in your hometown? Like, <laughs> it's so foreign. I always had a kind of a jealousy, especially in high school, of people that were like, we've been best friends for our whole lives. Same. Because I was never, I had people that I was close to, but I didn't have people where I was like, the four of us have spent every birthday together our whole, like, for like nine years. Things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that is that I, I do. I do like appreciate people that have those relationships because they probably have a healthier uh, relationship with arguments or disagreements, you know, because like, they're probably thinking like, this is my best friend, I can talk to them in any way I want, and they won't like just ditch me, you know? Yeah, and like forgiveness and like being able to to love people with their flaws. I feel like I shifted around so much that it took me a while. I'm still getting past the idea that when someone does something shitty, I'm not like, you're, you're cut. Oh my you're God, cut same. Out. I'm doing the same thing where I'm like, because before it was so easy to just be like, you're toxic. I'm not dealing with you. I know that I can make more friends. Yes, I know I have the skills to meet the people I want to meet or be now in it's those rooms. It's 2021. We are calling people in. Okay. We That's are. right. <laughs> we are. Having little sit downs. The boys will see you now. Good. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, so like hopping around from place to place, did you guys, I mean, you're learning these like interpersonal skills, but for yourselves, uh, are, are you, uh, do you have any siblings? Do each of you have siblings? I have uh, one older brother. Jensen has 100 younger brothers. <laughs> I have nice. <laughs> Four younger brothers. Whoa, yeah. that's amazing. How, how old is the youngest? 13. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, because of that and the moving, were there any rituals in any of these towns that you found yourself doing over and over? Like, oh, we used to do this in Florida, so we'll do it here. We used to do this, uh, you know, uh, in Vegas, so we did it here, or in California, so we did it here. 
Um, did you like guys find like family rituals that that you did that kind of like made you feel at home? Um, I mean, I, I don't think it was because we did it anywhere, but Christmas for my family was always such a huge, like my mom loves to throw, like have a themed like extravaganza. So Christmas oh, for Christmas, just, like, he, yeah, she would like make these really decadent hot chocolates that were like, so, and she'd like overnight decorate and like, do, it was like this huge blowout. So that was like something that we just always did, but it didn't depend. It wasn't because we did it anywhere specific that's amazing yeah i mean for me well uh my birthday is december 20th and for a few years in a row i know it's rough but i'm five days before my dad's birthday right before pearl harbor day yeah (laughs) wait is pearl harbor day the 21st or the 12th it's the 12th are Uh, you dyslexic also or no no just gay okay (laughs) um uh 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 oh yes so my birthday is five days before christmas my mom is five days after but we would make a ritual a few years in a row of getting the christmas tree on my uh birthday because we were procrastinators but also you know it was the only thing i could do to celebrate my birthday because you know my birthday's so close i can't throw a party on my birthday no you Um, can't uh and yeah christmas is always there love it uh so is this is it your favorite holiday mine yeah. um i think i really like christmas holiday. yeah um i don't know but as you I'm get hype for christmas yeah i get hype for christmas too and i have i have every reason to hate it yeah i like it a lot i do really love he, it i don't want to decorate for christmas no i don't i'm not interested in it and jensen insists every year <laughs> well what rituals did you have growing up that like you know came with you from town to town Um, I mean, my parents have always been really active. They love doing little exercise things. And so as a kid, it would be like my brother would play because he's six years older, like more serious versions of like big kid sports. And then I would do like the little league of everything that he would do. And then the family would go like um, hike on weekends or we would all go to the pool and but it would not be like we're playing at the pool. It would be like, well, we're going to race. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fun. Uh, that sort of pittered out as I was in high school and became a little bit more interested in theater. But mm. my parents have always been super active, and no matter where we've gone, we've done little like hiking things together. My mom worked at like a sports center for a while when we were in Monterey, so the whole family would be there doing little things. Um, which is funny because it's so hard to get me to work out now. I do it, <laughs> but Jensen has to be like, "We're doing it." I mean, you're painting a house, you're you know, or painting a mural, you're you know, sweating and, you know, you're working. You're surprised we put on weight. (laughs) Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, who hasn't, who hasn't in the last year? Right. A lot of fucking people. We went to a 4th of July (laughs) pool party. Oh no. Everyone was Was so hot. Snatched. We were like, none of you have been quarantining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You've all been going to planet fitness and I'm here wearing my big white t-shirt uh-huh. <laughs> in the pool yeah i did the same i'm thing. in a kimono just so exciting ah <laughs> uh, they need full man what do we need for guys like i like wetsuits. I, like yeah we need to do wetsuits we need yeah. onesies for men onesie wetsuits <sighs> i love that well uh, but uh, yeah, you know what? That's gonna be my project. He know? gets up and leaves. <laughs> Yo, I'm doing it. See oh my guys. god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to do this today. That's oh what god. would. That's what would make me terrible at the amazing race. I need to get to the finish line now. Yeah. <laughs> we go to your house again, and there's no shoes anymore. There's just hundreds of wetsuits. 
It's like, what size are you guys? You know? <laughs> I don't know, Peter. In wetsuit. In what size are you in wetsuit? Wetsuit. 34 long. Let me ask this. In the pandemic, uh, this, uh, I, I'm gonna, we're going to come back for the final segment, which uh, one last thing, one good thing about the hometowns. But in the pandemic, people have had so many strange uh, exercise uh things come up you know peloton's really popular that mirror thing with the dumbbells or whatever uh uh-huh. and then other people you know doing online yoga which is kind of neat and like you know then you'll see a bunch of weird stuff it is there a a, a painting like exercise program like it like maybe you're not painting Ooh. but you're doing the same movements and like what do you what would you be working out you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? What we should teach a an aerobics class that's all based on painting moves. I will say the only yes. thing painting really does for me is make my damn back hurt. <laughs> it's not something you want. You gotta oh, use that core. You gotta use the core. I know. Um, or we, you know, we gotta do we do a lot of balancing on ladders, ladders which is no. core, oh, wow. core heavy. Could do like I don't know. It's like it really is so it the actual painting process is so like unflattering and so many like it's not like what are you talking about i was looking at your website today and there's a beautiful photo of the two of you in white splatter painted overalls on a bed nothing could be more glamorous that's because we're gorgeous and glamorous peter yeah i know we made that glamorous we're just glamorous people who happen to paint um no it's i don't even (laughs) i don't know for some reason, that question made me depressed. <laughs> I don't know why. Nice. Great. Great. That's what, you know what? That's what we like. That's what I like to do on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. Two, two more things. And I'm going to get you guys out of here. So of, uh, of the places that you guys lived, um, what's like, you know, this is the final segment. One last, one good thing. One last thing. One last thing. One good thing. What is of the places that you lived as a kid? Uh, something that each of you would say, oh, you've got to check this out in this town, or I remember this vividly from uh, from this experience as a kid that you would recommend to other people if they're, say, traveling. So for me, mm-hmm. I spent middle school, like, or a lot of elementary school and middle school in Santa Clarita. Cool. And so um, in middle school, my mom would, I had a season pass, my mom would drop me off alone at Magic Mountain, at Six Flags Magic Mountain. And you're how old? I was like 12. Okay, wow. And I would spend all day there. And I highly recommend Six Flags Magic Mountain. It's disgusting. It's (laughs) thrilling. It is terrible. It's it's an amazing experience of America. (laughs) Wait, so it's Saturday. Your mom's like, you know, Hey, get your get your clothes. I'm gonna drop you off, and you're gonna ride roller coasters all day. It was me. I'd be like, take me now. Oh, you want? And you wanted to go. That's what. That's the number one activity you want to do on the weekends. Oh yeah, and I would go alone and just meet people. And I mean, I'm telling you, psychotic. No, that's so cool. That's awesome. I mean, I was only child today. No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A kid would get abducted. Absolutely. I'm. I mean, have you been abducted? Or did you block that out? No, my, um, we ran away from home when I was, we like me and my brother, when we were like so young, we ran away from home and my uncle posed as somebody in a trench coat and like a hat and pretended to like take my brother. And I was like running. (laughs) I didn't know this. This is incredible. Are you serious? 
Yeah. That's Wait, so where, funny. That's insane. Where did this happen? This is in Fort Worth. We all, like, our whole family lived in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Were you like, no! <laughs> I just left him and ran. No, you ran away? You didn't run after the guy? No, he was way bigger than me. <laughs> so he's dressed like... <laughs> He's he's got a he's trench just like coat. Inspector Gadget. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like Raphael in the beginning of the live action Ninja Turtles. Yes, like exactly. Hiding his face, and he you see the abduction happen. He like steps into the alleyway. We, my brother and I, try to get around. He grabs my brother. I get past him, and I take off. Dude. Is Inspector Gadget ca canonically has he been with a woman, or do we think he could be gay? This isn't a different podcast. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna put a pin in that. He has a daughter. He does have a daughter, but I know that a lot of that, exactly. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. He has a dog, which you know I don't know if that means anything either. Um, okay, could be anything. He's he's mostly robot, so you know I don't know. He's got a lot going on for him. Six flags. I'm saying because I'm interested. Okay, wait. So what's yours? <laughs> um, if you were in Las Vegas, yes, I would. Um, really really ask of you if you want to have a good time to go um to the corner of craig and el dorado boulevard to the little caesars and get some cheesy bread and have it out in the hot sun in 110 degrees um, with your other 13 year old friends and then afterwards get starbucks which is right next door um frappuccino get your teeth really full of the little chocolate chip pieces that are in that blended up chip and then scat um, and then scat yeah lots of scatting and improvising and yeah wow what a combination i <laughs> uh, a hot cheesy bread it's a hot keep in mind it's 107 maybe 110 yeah. degrees outside it's summer you walk and sweat you arrive at little caesars there's outdoor seating only you get a hot and ready pizza and hot cheesy bread and you have that molten cheese out in the hot sun and then you get a milky milky frappuccino and you <laughs> suck that down you go to a part the park that's a block away and you tell get me there's more swing oh uh, tell me there's more dairy involved in this story <laughs> i wish there were oh my god wait we should do it would be so fun to do like uh like a middle school crawl of a city and do all the things that you but you it would be terrible you'd be just yeah. you'd be you yeah. feel terrible because you know i threw up at the end of so you're going to throw course. up. You go on the oh. tire swing, your friend spins you as fast as they can, and you throw up at the It park. would be so fun to do that, though. Middle school crawl. Middle school crawl. Let's do it. That would be great. We dress like Which... in, dress in middle school-ish clothes. I don't know. For me, that would have been just really long uh, shorts and uh, a big <laughs> dog t-shirt. Some kind of yeah. husky shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Jenko. Yeah, exactly. At sundown, we go to the park and play Wizards. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there. Some, we just we do that professionally now <laughs> the live action role playing yes that's that what you guys do to wind down from inhaling paint all day you're just like yeah, let's be you. wizards hey, we like... gotta wrap this up by six we got a larp schedule <laughs> i want to grondorf i want to uh since uh i've jensen i've made you uh depressed i want to uh just really continue that so i okay. i raced i recently did a painting and i want to show it to you guys and this uh anyone that's listening can can see it on my instagram uh when this when Ooh. this episode airs but i want you guys to i want you guys to uh evaluate it and we're gonna tell you why it's gay and how it's gay <laughs> all right perfect perfect, perfect. Right. i'm gonna let me grab it okay okay while he's gone we need to plan something for okay 
we're gonna because it's recording he might keep this in right yes so, all right great he's back okay yes tell me we didn't have to... break, break this down for me doctor okay uh yes this is it right here what do you guys think okay here's what we're seeing we're seeing sort of a flag moment so mm -hmm. wow with with spots let's let's tell you why this is gay um so classic three-part narrative structure beginning middle and end act three act trying to do right by your english teacher telling you how to structure an essay beginning middle end that's wow. gay you're sitting with your english teacher for lunch very gay very sort of gay. like it, it reminds you of a sandwich in the center we have a heart turned on its side right many yes. green hearts turned on their side um this is i'm kind of a horny for shrek and that's a little fucked up um amazing oh my gosh we have the ocean on the right sort of emblematic of the ocean oh, and yeah. in there are little floating uh rose petals which mm. is of course from a sad gay boy who went out and was counting all the people that he he could never fall in love with loves me not loves me not loves me not loves me not sort of the tragedy of being like a young queer in middle school is nobody's out yet um rejected by shrek what do we have here on the left this is like a, a yellow with black this is this is the tread marks from someone driving over our mural. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the foot marks from that couple that were like, "No, uh -huh. I'm walking yes, through." That's them. Absolutely. Oh my god! Wow, wow. Um, it's it's absolutely fine. Guys, he he said you get the revenge by making me depressed. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I want. I, I I'm an equal opportunity. Yeah, exactly. The depressor, uh, and I'll take it myself, fellas. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being on the podcast. I really yes. appreciate it. Um, of course, thank I'm, you. Everybody, please go out to that show on the 29th. Check out all of their social media. Is there anything else you'd like to say uh, before the end of the show? Um, if you've never done gay stuff, just try it. It's please <laughs> try it once. And that's it's worth that's it. it because you're worth it because you're worth it it gets better there you go uh all right well uh thank you thank you to my uh production team mike gina justin collier kelvin dawn Lindsay, peter allison p kevin and lauren s and guys thank you so much for being on the podcast i really appreciate it and uh floridians thanks for listening i'll talk to you next time bye bye, Woo, bye.